You are listening to Armor the Home podcast, where we equip you to put on the spiritual armor to fight the battles against our homes. It is time to armor up. Welcome back, guys. I am your host, Jessica Unger, and I have here with me Tanya. Hello. And Heather. Hey. So we wanted to open up with this verse we were just talking about in Proverbs 14.1. I'm sure many of you have heard it before, where it says, The wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. Okay, Mm. so... (laughs) I looked at the Amplified. It likes to slap you. It's great. <laughs> yes. But it's truth stuff here. So it says here in the Amplified version, the wise woman built her house on a foundation of godly precepts and her household thrives. But the mm-hmm. foolish one who lacks spiritual insight tears it down with her own hands by ignoring godly principles. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we were just speaking about, you know, the home mm-hmm. and our roles as women, wives and mothers and what that looks like, you know, as we are dwelling there with our families. And, you know, this verse is very good because, you know, we all can build or we can tear down. Yeah. And what does that yeah. look like? Mm-hmm. You know? And so we were just discussing that. And um, some of you may know as well, but I think too, just taking a look at spiritually, but also in our everyday lives, how yeah. we're doing that. So what do you ladies think about armor, armoring the home? What is, what's your thought on that? Well, after hearing the amplified version, <laughs> I know, right? I'm just like, all right. Well, yeah. A woman builds her house on godly precepts. How do we know these things? It's getting into the word. Mm-hmm. You have to be in the word. Yes. God, I mean, we have Holy Spirit who speaks to us and that's great, but you're not even going to know if it's actually Holy Spirit talking to you if you don't know what the word says. Mm-hmm. And so, if you aren't aren't familiar with scripture or that familiar and so it feels like God doesn't talk to you, then that could be an indication get in your word way more than you already are. And um, I mean, this is something that since going through deliverance, honestly, the Lord just really was like, you let your time in the word go, time Mm. in your Bible go, you are going to lose the freedom that that you've had. Mm -hmm. And I'm not perfect at it, but I can tell you that the day that I skip reading my Bible, my soul is weak. Mm-hmm. I feel like just the temptations are there to just to tear my house down a lot more strongly than when I've been in the Word. So mm-hmm. I think first off, like armoring your home, you need to be in your Bible and knowing what God says because if you don't know what God says – how are you going to know how to build a godly home, how to guard your home in godly ways, and to discern what is godly and what's not? Are we talking about spiritual or home home, like a physical home? I mean, both. I mean, both, both honestly, <laughs> yeah. because I mean, yeah, yeah you're going to – because what happens to us spiritually is ultimately comes out in their home. It's yes. what's in yeah. us. I yes. mean, we, and it's very Jessica, we've been talking about this since talking about the podcast, that mm. the home is like an 
overflow of our souls and anything that we do outside of our home is an overflow of our home. So it's our like physical of home. our physical yeah, home. So yes, yeah, so our soul is mm-hmm. like our our own like the, the the home for holy spirit, our spirit to to live. So then we, you know, taking in the word, it informs us as to what God says about how to maintain our souls. And then the word also is very explicit on how to maintain our physical homes Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And so, and they go hand in hand because my, I might wake up in my mind and heart are feeling weighted or just kind of mess or discombobulated. And to, to be able to regulate that, I need to be in scripture. But if I'm not regulating that, I'm very easily going to go through my day tearing down my home. I'm going to be very reactive and not not in tune with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What about you? So for me, you know, when the Lord was unraveling Armor the Home, there's so many parallels to it. And, you know, I look at the armor of God. You know, mm. why why is that in the Bible? Because yeah. if you think about it, the armor of God it's not like we're physically putting these on, although they they say to put it on. You know, it says in Ephesians 6, that's where you can find this, the whole armor of God. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. And then it goes on just describing each thing that we need to put on. And so every day waking up, making sure that you are putting these things on, you know, the breastplate of righteousness, the feet where we are putting on the shoes of the gospel of peace, the shield of faith to be able to quench the fiery darts, and then the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and praying always with the prayer and the supplication in the spirit, being watchful, watchful. I just want to say Mm -hmm. that to the end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for and for me, that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel. So for me, the Lord has really shown me that armor the home is armoring up mm. physically in your home where we live, reside, but also for our spirits, like our bodies, because we're allowing things in. And I just look at the state of the world mm-hmm. and, you know, and culture and what's trying to be um, – pushed down children's throats, what's being pushed on um, marriages yeah. and where people are at in this world. And it's it's all connected, guys. Yeah. It's all connected. Yeah. So armor, armor the home in many ways is really how do we fight against mm-hmm. what's coming at us, yeah. whether it's your home where you live, whether it's your body, or whether it's your family and the world trying to come at us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's yeah. good. For what me, about you? Yeah, I was going to say, Tanya, let's go, girl. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, for me, just the term armor the home, uh, it is it is such a strong phrase because in a spiritual sense, armor the home, the Bible says that our our bodies is a home. It is a temple mm-hmm. for like the Holy Spirit. And 
in our last episode, we talked about the different things that can come in, the, like the things that we allow of what we see, what we hear, um, things that trigger us, things of like unforgiveness, like those kind of things that can come into our home, if our, our spiritual home, if we allow it. And so for me, armor the home in, in, in the spiritual sense, it's like, we need to like learn how to like guard ourselves well um, in a way that doors are locked and then we have to be at the door fighting back. A lock can be strong, but thieves can break down a lock. Mm -hmm. And it's not even about arming up, like putting metal up and all that stuff, but it's like we have to be at the door so that when they try and knock in, I, I am spiritually fighting back. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's not just to be in a castle, like a princess. Oh my goodness. I'm being protected. Like, like I'm, I'm more of a warrior, mm -hmm. like spiritually yeah. to, to make sure that whatever wants to come in, I'm going to fight back. And then definitely in the physical and Jessica, you are so right on. There's so many things out there trying to just attack us. Yeah. And so like for me, armor the home in a physical sense is, it's kind of, it's it's exactly the same way like how are we fighting back and you know heather you mentioned the word like yes we need the word to help us to be in a in the right mind to know how to yeah. fight back you know because if if we don't have that wisdom how are we going to take care of ourselves how are we going to guide our children how are we going to support our husbands yeah mm -hmm. the holy spirit is there to help us to to equip us to f help our our spouses our children to fight back so it's not just right. us fighting back all the time but we're also telling our kids hey if this is going on in your mind you need to say no like mm -hmm. i tell my daughter all the time like if if you feel angry you you need to tell that anger go away mm -hmm. and that and that is armoring their home yeah and yeah. so yeah that's just what i think for me it's good and i think of you know, our role as women in the home is so important. Mm -hmm. Thinking back to that verse in Proverbs 14, where I want to be a wise woman mm -hmm. that builds my home. What does that look like? Mm. You know, can we just talk about that? Like, what does, a, how does a wise woman build her home? I mean, we can talk about practical things, you know, speaking life, mm. um, you know, because if you think about it, you know, if you're married or you know, our husbands, they go out into the world to provide for for us. But as mothers and as wives, as women in the home, what does that look like? Because we have such influence for our home. Mm -hmm. So I would love to just talk about that. Well, first of all, what does wisdom mean? Mm -hmm. Wisdom definition. So wisdom means the quality of having experience having knowledge and good judgment, the quality of being nice. I like that. The quality of having experience. So a wise woman who knows, hey, this is bad. They've they've gone through some things. And in or so in order to be wise, you you need to know what is wrong, what is good. Right. And then from there choose. Right. Or a wise person in general, they they should they should choose life. They, sh mm -hmm. they should choose the right way. They should choose goodness. But again, just 
by that um, definition, like you have to have the experience. Mm -hmm. So can we be born with wisdom or do we have to go through some stuff? Yeah. You know, to just know. Yeah. I mean, you're just saying like you have to, you have to have seen the lack of wisdom Mm -hmm. to have that wisdom. Which is what that foolish woman was. Like the foolish woman didn't have wisdom or chose not to learn from her mistakes. Right. If you think about it. Yes. The foolish woman did not want to choose the right way and did whatever they wanted to because that's what pleased their flesh. Yeah. And, you know, say we're, say that you're just starting your home. Maybe you are just married mm-hmm. or maybe you're looking to get married mm-hmm. or maybe you have just babies, you know, brand new mother. And you're like, I don't have experience. Does that mean that I cannot be a wise woman then? Hmm. And I want to say, first off, don't even buy into those kinds of lies because the enemy loves to just get a little toehold yeah. in from even from hearing wise women speak. And we can say, they've already they've got this wisdom and I'm not there yet. Yeah. And I have to experience to get wisdom. And I want you to say that is where Holy Spirit yet again is our very best friend because in James 1 5 and this is something my mom has said to me I've heard her say it for years and years and years and now she says it to me as a mom when I come to her and I'm like oh my gosh I am at my wits end I do not know and she without fail directs me to this scripture James 1 5 if any of you lacks wisdom there you go let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given Mm -hmm. You will get it. If you want the wisdom that you need, if you need godly wisdom and you don't have it, go to God. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look around and you're like, I don't even have a wise woman to pour into this situation right now, God will give you the wisdom. You Like, I'm I'm serious. Yeah, he has Talk experience. to him. Yes. Talk to him because it maybe he'll reveal something to you in a dream. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you will get a vision or perhaps he will – Bring along that wise woman that needs to speak into you. Or maybe your ears will be heightened to hearing something in the message Mm -hmm. on Sunday morning or in a podcast or anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, know that wisdom is the goal and we want to be wise women that build up our house. And so that is wisdom. If you are a woman that says, I don't have experience and I don't have wisdom, that in itself is wisdom. Mm -hmm. Know that. Don't turn to your own folly, your own foolishness, though, and think that you can operate on your own without Mm. wisdom. God is there to give it to us generously to anyone who asks for it. He says it will be given, period. And you think about it, if we're building our homes, when you actually build a home, you're not doing it all at once. It happens with laying the foundation. It happens by, um, you know, putting the things in place first for the outside. And so I just think of my own journey, and I'm sure both of you can relate that with time and experience, our wisdom grows because of trials and things that we have in front of us that we're walking through. And it's it's a season by season thing of just growing in. And that's how a house is built. Mm-hmm. It's brick by brick. And some practical things just to be talking about that is, like I said earlier, speaking life mm. yeah. over your home. 
So that means over your children, over your husband, over your house, over, over the things that you were doing instead of, you know, again, you know, when I first began my journey as a mother, I messed up. Mm -hmm. Even as a wife, when I first got married, I don't think that I was building my home wisely at all. I mean, this is something that I've had to fall on my face and get back up and ask the Lord because it is hard, but Mm -hmm. with the Lord's strength, we can be able to just press into that of his strength where we're weak. He is strong. And so, you know, speaking life. And for me, that was with the words that I was saying, you know, a lot of times I had to catch myself, is this bringing life or death? Mm -hmm. Because that's in the word, you know, our words bring life or death. In Proverbs 1821, where it says that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So, wow. Mm -hmm. And again, early on, I had to catch myself. And really, because of the things that I was taught when I was, you know, growing up, um, I didn't really have the example of what that looked like. And so I feel like the Lord had to retrain me with Holy Spirit of just what that looked like. So that's one practical way, just seeing what comes out of our mouth. I think I'm thinking back just even a couple of years ago in my own home. Um, For those of you that have heard my story already, you know that there was a point not very long ago that um, I felt like I was losing my home and just not like I was losing, I was tearing down my home. I was in a place of desperation. I knew that things were not working. And part of that, I had, I could see where I had kind of just, I felt defeated. I kind of claimed that mentality over myself for a while of I'm, I'm struggling and I'm, I was, I was kind of in a defeated, yeah, victim mentality. And some of the things, even before I went through deliverance, where I did see some shifts was when I would recognize like I, I'm feeling so despondent and so dark inside of myself that it feels like I can't even smile or have like a cheerful demeanor towards my family. Yeah, like the joy was sucked yeah. out of you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And one of the things that would shift that for us because I, I've, I honestly felt like kind of the song of my soul has, had kind of just gone away. I couldn't even really – yeah, it was just a really dark place. And so shifting my mood was almost impossible for me to do on my own. But one of those big things that we held on to and it was like even my kids, when they would recognize we were just in these moments, we'd put on worship music. Yeah. And that was something that ministered to us in times that – to be able to fill our home with sounds of praise when my soul, like I couldn't have the strength to do it myself. I mean, to hear my children singing along to it just absolutely shifted my spirit and made me be able to speak life because I would literally be in these places where I, if I open my mouth, nothing but my pain is going to come out. Mm -hmm. And it was, applying these like practical things that I actually had to the moment that were really great weapons of warfare that mm-hmm. I'm like, there, nothing else was changing. The circumstances weren't changing. My broken heart wasn't better in that sense, but I was able to shift the environment where 
like my brokenness and my sadness was just such a downer. It was a downer on my kids. My husband would walk in and that was the vibe because I, as much as we would love to be able to blame it on, blame it on the kids, blame it on our husbands. If we're in our homes the majority of the time, or if we are the ones that are home most, we are setting the tone for our home. Absolutely. And so when I was finding myself in a place where my vibe, my mood was canceling everything good Mm -hmm. (laughs) around me. I was actively tearing down my children's spirits, my husband's spirit, and doing nothing for inviting the Lord into building me up. It was it was something like worship music that helped shift that environment. Yeah. Wow. When you I feel like that's so vulnerable to say, but it's true as mothers, we want to blame our circumstances mm-hmm. and everything. And for me, it was, you know, after having my fourth, you know, I went through a lot of postpartum things and just trying to numb a lot. And I did that through alcohol too. And it was just like, you know, I knew that that was not my best. I knew that I was trying to silence things um, because of every the chaos that I felt inside of my home that I couldn't control. Mm. And to me too, like point of desperation of asking the Lord, like, I can't live like this. I know Holy Spirit saying not to do this. And I know we live in a culture where, oh, just drink some wine. It'll be counting down to bedtime and a glass of wine. And it's just like, you treat mom. (laughs) Yeah, you hear it. And it's like, can we address the root? Mm. Can we address the root? And for me, it was a daily thing. I was drinking a glass or two of wine just to numb what I was going through. And because I wasn't okay. And I think as moms, we do that. We we pick the poison, whatever you want to call yeah. it. It could be anything, guys. And for me, I just remember being like, this is not my best. I know that there is grace and the Lord forgives me, but I know Holy Spirit saying, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I kept doing it because I was like, how else can I, can I live? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I thought I was building my home because I was numbing myself to the mm-hmm. chaos or to the to just life guys i mean it's it's so real but really it, it was spiritual warfare and that's what i had to look at it as and i just remember sharing this with a friend and i remember going to someone who it was almost like a ripple effect for what i was experiencing then my children were experiencing because mm-hmm. i was not okay so then my yeah. children were not mm-hmm. okay and then that was when i had to assess where have I let the enemy in? Yeah. yeah, And that's where we have to build our homes mm-hmm. wisely because then I was able to say, okay, I'm going to need help. And through prayer and through just going to the Lord. And my husband knew at the time I was struggling and he was a really amazing support, but I knew I had to break the addiction. Yeah, I knew that I had to break this off of me. So I did. I went through... Um, my own deliverance. This wasn't the first time, you know, I feel like different seasons bring up different things. I feel Mm -hmm. like um, healing and freedom can be in layers. And so for me in that season, it was, I need to not go to a substance, but I need to go to the source. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to walk through deliverance and they broke off that addiction of alcohol. And even my husband to this day was like, he was so 
surprised because mm-hmm. he knew it was a daily, every day going to. And I went through deliverance and broke that that addiction off. And there was such freedom that the next day I did not want wine. And I was myself like, what? Mm-hmm. I was so surprised. And there yeah. was just this level of freedom that I was like, I didn't even know, even though I knew about deliverance, guys, like I've been through deliverance, but in that season, it was so dark. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to say like, okay, let's do this with the Lord. And for those of you that are listening, we all have been there, you yeah. know? Yes. We all have been here there. And that's why we're talking about this is because there is hope. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was so shocked by what that season brought me. And even to this day, I just choose not to drink because I don't want to do that anymore because of where I was. Mm-hmm. So there's no condemnation about that because I know different people believe different things. But there, there's ways that we numb as mothers and we're saying as a culture, like, it's okay. But is that building your home wisely? Like, look at your body. Is that building your home wisely or yeah. it, your spirit, your spiritual, but also your physical? Because then that's your family. Right. Wow, Jess, that was beautiful and so vulnerable. And thank you for sharing because I know that there are I mean, myself included, there are many of us that needed just that encouragement that might even just seem good, but aren't best for us. It's worth assessing and taking it to God Mm. and letting go of it if it's truly doing damage to us in our homes. So Mm -hmm. I just want to pray for all of our listeners that this might have just struck a chord in you and you're like, I need wisdom. Um, I need to build my home with wisdom. Maybe you need wisdom in just like the things that need to be stopped in your life or started, um, routines and habits. So we're just going to pray for those things. God, thank you. Thank you that we can come to you with these weighty burdens and know that you hear and then take them from us. And I just thank you for my sister Jess in her sharing because truly it's in our darkest moments of desperation that when we cry out for you and for your wisdom, you move in with such grace and freedom. And so I just pray for those listening right now that might be just experiencing turmoil in their home or in their souls. And there are options to numb it, make it feel better, make it go away for a short time. I pray, Father, that instead of pushing into those things that only last temporarily and may even have negative effects on us later on, Lord, that I just pray that we would have the courage to ask you for wisdom and ask you for the strength to walk away from what we need to walk away from, that we would have the strength to come to you for deliverance from the things that we need freedom from. God, I pray that we would be women that fight for our homes and that fight for our souls, that come to you for wisdom when we are lacking it, And when we do have wisdom and we know what we are to do, that we would be able to stand up with boldness and with power with the Holy Spirit and do what we need to do to build our homes up instead of tearing them down with our hands. Thank you, Father, for 
just the ripple effect of freedom from Jess's vulnerable sharing. And I know that you are drawing your women to you, that you see us, you see us when we're in our homes and in our desperate places, when things are happening with our kids, whether it's, it's just like, it could be just squabbling between our children, or it could be much, much harder situations that we're going through in our homes. God, thank you that you see us that you're with us and you know these struggles intimately and you have a perfect plan and solution for us. I pray that we would be women that would want to take your solution and apply it to our lives practically. Thank you for truth. Thank you for hope. And I just pray for hope for all of our listeners that they would know that with you there is freedom. And with you, our homes can be armored and thriving and environments full of peace. Thank you. It's in Jesus' name I pray these things. Amen. Amen. Guys, I just want to invite you to reach out to us if you do feel alone, if maybe you feel like you don't have someone to turn to, if you don't have a woman of wisdom that you, that comes to mind, like as we were talking about wisdom, you know, if someone doesn't specifically come to mind to you that has maturity with the Lord that is walking in deliverance and freedom, that understands their authority in Christ, if you don't have that to pull on, know that we are your sisters and we would love to come alongside you. Reach out to us on the website. You can message us. You can reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. We're here and we are so willing and ready to pray with you. We just bless you and thank you for tuning in and being here with us because we're we're still seeking wisdom. We're still yes. asking the Lord to show us how to build our houses up because I mean, I I'm going into like teenage life, man. It's <laughs> yeah. like well, it's not just toddlers anymore. This is crazy stuff and we need <laughs> wisdom. Yes. Yeah. So you are not alone. We are yeah. here with you. We don't have all the answers. And so we are willing to go to the foot of the cross with you and ask yes. God for answers yeah. with you. Thanks for being here. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>